I want to have uncomfortable conversations. I want the room to be divided. I want people to be screaming and mad at each other. Then I want them to understand each other. I want to see things from a different point of view. This is Unpopular Opinion. Greetings, upstanding citizens. It's us again. Thank you so much for your support. Remember to like, share, subscribe, all the important things. Please follow us on social medias. We are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on TikTok. So check us out. Celebrate the content, spread the content so that the channel can grow. Today, we're doing your favorite subject again, guys. We're talking about Africa again. <laughs> so I'm very excited. We've got you an Africologist. Uh, there's a lot of confusion around our own history. You know how our schools are. We don't get taught our own things. So unpopular opinion is where we're going to start unpacking so that neither was pendula when people come at you about your own things. We've got... But men's mask. We tell you, you don't want to be called boot men's. <laughs> Africans. Oh, is that where the name boot comes from? Yeah, boot. B O E T I E. Boot. No, see, it's Yeah, it's just we miss. We spell it in a sint. We say B H U T I. O C C O L C. You know, sounds nice. Shortening acronyms, but they are colonial. Yo, so our colonialism is on such a ingrained. Yeah. Okay, so before I get into the African colonialism and your mm-hmm. your gifts, I want the audience to know who you are, where you grew up, and you know your biog. Okay, quick one. <laughs> yes. Umenzi masego guaguamash. Kama selpelele umenzi gakudu masego kudu being my father. Uh, we all know that we, uh, in ancient Africa, we did not actually carry surnames, uh, but we carry our say within our names. So basically, when we say, when I say Kakutu, I'm saying son of, yes. right? So Ngwagwa Mashu Eteguini was born in 1978, uh, just after they've taken out most of the most fiery revolutionaries. Uh, I grew up in that township. Um, uh, what, what, where do I start? Studying. No, I'll skip to high school. T- I'll skip me, to Taisha. First, tell me in your family, because we want to know where the consciousness and the African... Oh, it comes from. We are. So your parents, what impact they had on you, your well, background? My parents were into... Uh, well, let me start this. My father was a Kung Fu teacher. He, ta- he taught Kung Fu. He was what they call a Kung Fu master. We don't call it a teacher. He was a master. He had a school at the YMCA, Dagwamashu. Uh, and it shifted to a, to another a school in Gazan, where I went to primary school. So his school taught about a hundred people per uh, per week, you know, uh, teaching kung fu, tai chi, uh, those uh, martial arts, mm. uh, which he never, which he called discipline. He never called it fighting. Yes. So I got that discipline. Obviously, from an early age. Mm. So self-defense was also very important mm. uh, in a, what we call in Rasta, we call it ticklish or sensitive sport oh, okay. or violent sport, okay. as we would call it. Uh, Guamashu is one of those places as famous for being uh, quite uh, ticklish, sensitive, <laughs> a little aggressive. So you need to uh, know how and to safe. defend your body mm. and your mind mm. and your spirit from all these things. So Kung Fu came in handy. Mm. So they also were into music. 
big things like Malombo, uh, things like uh, Felakuti. So at home, consciousness begins with music. It began with that self-discipline, Kung Fu, but then uh, there was music at the home, uh, the kind of music that compels you to think mm. outside of the box. At that time, they just called it underground. Ubaba was into underground music, the Jimi Hendrix, uh, the, you know, the reggae music, the Peter Tosh, the Third World, and all those things. So from then on, you grew up, I mean, I studied marketing. I went to DUT, which is called Steve Bigo now. Mm. At that time, it was called uh, Technical Natal. Mm. I'm that old um, or that grown. It was called Technical Natal. Uh, I studied marketing. Uh, and then I, while I was studying, I was working at Coca-Cola and MTN and all these things. But then I dropped out mm -hmm. because I started realizing, you know, because of that consciousness. Uh, yes. I'm working for somebody and I'm getting paid to actually feed a system that's not feeding my community. So I looked around in my community and, I, and asked myself, what are all these businesses actually doing besides taking from us? And what, am, what is my contribution to that uh, neocolonial thievery? that is happening through the corporations, which are using us, our bright brains and our bodies, yep. black bodies, basically working to churn out money for somebody else. So I, I, I hopped out, started seeking what in Wenzan. At first I thought it was music. I don't have a great voice for singing, but I sing because I want to. So I thought I'll do music. Yeah. Uh, we hustled with my mother trying to do music and she's like, no, you're not doing music. You're gonna complete your marketing or else choose something as a Coquela, business administration, choose something. But I'm like, mother, you can see I'm not, I'm not that employable type. I don't want to be employed. I want to do entrepreneurship. I want to do, but at that time, we were not quite savvy. We can pay like entrepreneurship, yes. you know? So a friend of mine that I went to high school with, Malus Mbonambi, we started a business uh, called Siavaya Travel and Tours. We started a township tourism business. So we would take Abantu, so we will mostly focus on clears and I'm a summit, you know, we live near the ICC. We are mm. Durbanite, we are Ebonites. Mm. There's always these conferences, there's always these people coming into Durban, mm. but they always go to the spots that are designated for them. The beach, the yes. tourist spot. Yes. But who goes to the township? People come to South Africa, they want to know how authentic people live. So we started Siavaya for that. Uh, few, a few years after that, uh, after Siavaya, uh, me and my, myself and a brother by the name of Papi from Congo, Papi Kalu, we started something called Eben Zulu. Again, inspired by the music of Busim Shongo, uh, Matalagu Nene, uh, the Melt 2000, Moses Molelegua vibe. We we're like, okay, tourism is fine, but we are still working within parameters defined to us by a constructed society, a constructed reality for us. Sevaya uh, is fine. It was making money. Drift apart, As we were drifting apart, Numalusi, Bonambi, a good friend of mine still from high school, from standard six, standard. Yeah, that's how old. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we, and then I started, we started Eben Zulu because I was selling books at that time. Yes. Uh, because I was inspired by Ongo Kiwati Ongo, yes, inspired yes. by Oh Mama, uh, Mama Ata I Aidu. You came to your shop once. You came to our shop. Eben Zulu. I think Wamba Ada no Zuki, Vutela, no more Wamba no. Yes. Wamba no Zo. Uzo yes. was one of our clients. Our social media yes. uh, strategist on the yes. show. Yes, so Uzo, 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 they would come to the shop because Eben Zulu was a bookshop, a clothing shop, a salon. Uh -huh. So it was kind of like a mixture of uh -huh. everything. What, what Papi is still doing now oh, at a higher level. Tina, we started it at Bria. 
I mean, I was selling books out of my bag. Yeah. I didn't have a car then. I was selling books out of my bag. Upapi was selling at, uh, it was not called Eben Zulu then. I don't know what it was called. But he was selling with his sister uh, and his brother at the flea market workshop. I was like, dude, your clothes are so good. People want this stuff, but it needs to be presented in a proper way. We need a shop. I don't have Imali, but let's hustle. Came up with 10,000, he came up with 20,000 or something. We got a, a space, we rented it, it was a saloon. We painted the saloon, we put newspapers, we put cuttings of like some revolutionary stuff. Yes. You know how Eben Zulu looked. Yes. So we started, I was selling music, records, I'm an up-and-coming artist, hip-hop, reggae artist. This is early 2000, right? This is 2008, to be, yeah, 2008, when we started Eben Zulu. Um, and then it, it just moved from there. People were, he was mostly selling clothes for bigger size sisters, you know, because, you know, they go to certain mm. shops and they don't find mm. their sizes, their shape and all that. And I was selling revolutionary books. By revolutionary, I just mean basically books that you won't find at your so-called yes. exclusive. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that, that's a little, little bit, of, bit of my bio. And then according to environmentalism, ism, around that time, I studied something called zero waste management. Okay. So uh, while we were doing Urban Zulu, I started my own brand called Green Ank Works, which was looking at how do you get black business people to be environmentally conscious, to actually be conscious of the way of the waste we create and things like that. So it was dealing with waste, but it was also dealing with a bit of a sangofa, you know, the thing of how do we make our history and our greatness live with us and actually help us to, 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 to be conscious of the things that we are doing, how we're spending our money. How do we deal with waste and uh, things that we are creating in the chain? Because we are part of this so-called uh, neo-colonial chain of capitalism. We are in it, but do we want to contribute to it that much rather than create some kind of regenerative, mm. Afrocentric... Some parallel yeah, system. Yeah, create a new paradigm. Mm. Yeah, because otherwise we're just consumers, you know, and we are creating things to be consumed. But are we just consumers? So Ikrin Ang was looking at uh, taking a step further to not actually stay consumers, but to become producers. So, yeah. um, the land. Ah. Yes. Yeah, I'm going right in okay. now. I'm like, okay, we know you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are fighting a system that has erased African history. And as a result, there's this myth that when white people got to Southern Africa, there were no people. Mm. And that is what is in contention at the moment. And so can you give us a history of Abandu mm. and where we were on the continent and our movements so that we can just... Yeah. We're like, no, sweetie, cancel, like cancel their lives. Yeah. I'll summarize because African history is a, is a, is a million years. It's a hundreds and hundreds of thousand years when you talk about umlando uh, is even the word to itself maybe later we can just break it down too but south africa is usually to a challenge lab africa is related to longer yeah and in fact is related to even beyond the borders of what they call africa the african continent yes. i have swati heritage because masego we we are what we call Oma Kanzambili as a Swatin. Makanzambili means the 
the, the, the ones that are, who came before yes. the ones who are existing yes. now. So we have Jamini Eswatini ruling. But uh, for 800 years before Jamini, before 1840, the Masego people, Ongamani, as, as overseers, we were stewards, we were servants of the land with other kingdoms. I always tell people that each and every African family is a kingdom and a queendom. Uh, but what does it mean? What does it entail? It means that umnumzane nungoskaz unjungulu numnumzane. The word umnumzane, by the way, comes from the word umuzi, umnani. Kona umuzi, whereby you have many different homestead, many different homes within the homestead within within umuzi. We say bokona um abanumzane, the heads of each and every family. So now abanumzane. This, this whole uh, 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 cosmology of African uh, 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 familyhood and king, kinghood and queenhood, it's something that we carry from Central Africa, where we come from. Why do I say we come from Central Africa? Because there are many different cradles. Ubaba Sheikh Anta Diop speaks about a two cradle theory. And then later, his student, Theophilo Benga, they write books about African linguistics, African history. But what they are saying to us is that for example, the so-called Bantu-speaking people, we are told that they come from the area of Yaounde, what is called Cameroon by the colonialists. Okay. Yaounde, Sao, those areas, uh, right? Those, that is West Africa. We, we are told that we are, by historians that we come from West Africa as Abantu. And then Masfiga, Congo, in the Great Lakes region. Into different nguni, ngoni, eh, eh, um, bambo, eh, different families. Now remember, these are just children of smaller, small units yes. of the same family. But now these family, kona abanye jenga baatwa, ebatlokwa, and barotse, I think they called. They were always here. They were always here. In Eswatini, there was always people about Abangabatwa. Eswatini. That's why you find the Lebombo, Lebombo bone that people speak about. The, the counting device. It's like a bone with little markings on it for counting uh, and for calculating time, for calculating uh, seasons, and for calculating uh, but for calculating the families that have been united through certain ritual and rites of marriage. So I am saying that there, there is a Southern African cradle for African people. There's a Northern African cradle, which is the Nile Valley. The Nile Valley, Meru, Napata, uh, 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 those areas which, which are called Kush in a nutshell. There are African people who were born there, who are from there. Like the original ones are like the Hamar people, uh, the Oromo people, those are who praise the great tree, uh, who praise God in the name of Waka, the black God, Waka Kuracha. The black, it basically means the black supreme one. So they are, they, they are from there. They met us in the Congo. Some of us were coming from West Africa. Some of us were coming from Southern Africa because we've always been migrating. So there is no one who comes from outside of Africa who can claim that Southern Africa, what is called South Africa now, this corporation called South Africa now, they cannot claim that it's theirs. Whether you are Afrikaner, whether you are Malay, Cape Malay, or whether you are from Holland or whether you're from the UK, cannot claim Africa as your home. No part of Africa is your home. You came here 
after being chased out for 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 your uh, uh, inhuman acts see there were people who came up with us during the evolution of, of humankind that that did not act as abantu they did not have ubuntu they had um patriarchal tendencies i will explain how you know we have something called abelungu it's a misnomer abelungu abelungu were originally called abelumbi the sorcerers there were people who were cast out of southern africa of the cradle the cradle of humankind every part of africa where by maat and isintu or ubuntu or unu that is zimbabwean the karanga people call it unu which is basically an attitude of humaneness an attitude which comes from uh, being close to the divine mother yes. and the divine mother is every mother by the way it's not a goddess sitting somewhere in a heaven so the divine mother is every girl so when people uh, that had warlike tendencies and those people who had more like warlike tendencies were mostly the people who were melanin deficient among us amongst our own children those who were melanin deficient among us started grouping together and started forming started forming societies which were led by warlords led by men led by people who want to take things by force rather than people who want to who who, who negotiate people who 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 work through i will convince you to see things my way and now you will convince me through reasoning and through isinto through ubuntu to see things my way so that we can go a particular direction that will be good for the community but those who are called okombelagwesake kombelagwesake means one who wants things for themselves only they were called abelumbi they just so happened to be ones who were melanin deficient among us so they were cast out of the great land called africa ikhayalesintu they were cast out and they traveled to places where it was conducive for them to live the way they lived europe and certain certain other parts which are outside the great continent yes. but when they got there they still found people who were melanin dominant yes. because abantu abantsundu they are everywhere in australia the original people of yes. the abantsundu in in new zealand yes. the original people of the abantu abantsundu ntsundu by the way just means brown mm-hmm. doesn't mean black right so when they go to america the original people were there mm-hmm. so you find that the ones who are aggressive abelumbi the sorcerers the word ugulumba comes from the word ilumbo ilumbo is witchcraft you see we do not have witchcraft you know we had craft with herbs craft with water craft with stones like the stones we are wearing omalakite mm-hmm. and all these stones that we use they are power grids that we can either take and wear amongst us or we can use them in msamo or we can use them for certain works and certain rites of passage that we have right so in dayenze give us some more information on this which the stone like, part yeah, or the, the stones the stones the, i'll summarize again umhlaba unama elements that have powers of healing you know let me let me start let me start like this isinto eh eh is about the harmony between humanity and nature that's what isinto means isinto uh, people they take it as if it just means no traditional or customary life no those customs are based on the relationship between animals and men humanity mm. men english animals and abantu umifula nabantu intaba nomuntu amanzi ngaphansi kwamanzi izilwane ezingaphansi kwamanzi nezilokazana nemimoya engaphansi kwamanzi nomuntu so there's a relationship between of course what is above of course what is above and what is below 
Right. It is an old ancient African rule. It's a Nilotic rule that the people of Egypt uh, uh, got from the people of Sudan, also called people of Napata. There is a law that says that which means that which is above must be equal with that which is below. So now what does that mean? That means this precious stone, Malachite, which you find underground in certain mountains or in certain riverbanks, there is and it has its equal somewhere amongst the stars. Mm. Your skin and the color of your skin. There is a planet, there is a star, there is an element up above, which is which reflects. Okay, let me put it in in in, in, in modern day terms, in the meta in the metaverse terms. They have something called quantum mechanics now and quantum physics. In quantum physics, they they say that somewhere. Who is just like Nsege, but is living a different destiny. Who no somewhere in another quantum part of the universe who lives, who's just like you, looks just like you, may think just like you, but is living according to a, a different rule because they are in a different context and they are different, they have different needs, right? So, wonke umphefumulo unewele lakhe. Unewele lakho emanzini, ginewele lam emanzini. Unewele lam emlilweni, ginewele lakho, unewele lakho emlilweni. In the elements, the stone elements, the gold elements, the diamond elements, every single thing that is fossilized, because everything here is fossilized, even Nazi, we are made of carbon matter, which is basically fossilized energy. It's carbon that is made material, that is made physical, because I need, consciously, my consciousness wants to experience life as a physical being. So the spirit part manifests in the physical part. So when, let me put it this way also, just to summarize again, but right so right so all these elements must be in harmony they must they must be in maat they must be equilibrium between these things i the gold is not higher than me. It's, more, it's not more expensive than me. I don't care how many ounces of gold I have. It cannot be more. Mm. It cannot be more expensive than Umundu. Mm. I don't care how much stones, mm. malachites you have. I don't know how much water you have. We all need water. But water is not greater than a person, and a person is not greater than water. Mm. So therefore, a person must not waste water. Then a person must not uh, pollute the soil, just like the rules of my art, mm. these, these 42 laws. It says, do not pollute the water. Do not steal food of the gods. Do not do not, uh, not do not. It says, I shall not, because it does not give you an admonition. When I yourself, you must proclaim as a part of this natural environment, I will not pollute the water. I will not take my brother's wife. I will not steal. I will not kill for no reason. I will not be angry uh, 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 without, I will not even involve myself in matters that don't involve me. Because those matters, contextually, they belong to those that be, they belong to, right? So these are rules. These are, how can I say, natural laws that they codified into rituals, they codified into, into drawings on the wall, into papyrus, into, into amasiko, so that we can live in harmony with each other and live in harmony with nature. And then they used elements, they used impep. Like, for example, if someone, if you ask someone with when did we start using helichrysium? Mm. Why is helichrysium the one that connects with Abadal? Why Imbus is not 
enokwach why inkomo for ilobolo and not because these rules have been set since time immemorial to to to, to, to how can i say it's like coded language inkomo itself just like that's why isuzulu said when you talk about a woman's private part you say inkomo but again inkomo yakhe inkomo kabane kagogo nekamkhulu wena uhamba nenkomo kababa wakho inkomo kababa wakho is not taken by some guy without first respecting ukuthi there's a connection between your grand your, your great grandparents your father who and mother who give yes. birth to you and lenkomo eyakhokwa when there was an exchange between these two oh, families wow. so we're not saying inkomo just because mu whatever no go be ahlatshwa no as we're not saying it's inkomo because they are ahlatshwa we're saying inkomo because that particular animal has a divine connection it creates it's part of the symbolic because of the way it looks <laughs> I know. Uh, that's what well, the decision is. Now at least I know that uh, is very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's priceless. It's <laughs> incredible. So let's talk about um because now you just gave us the history of Ingomo mm. and how it relates to Lobola. Yeah. You're talking about how the animals why we chose the different animals and For in our rituals. rituals. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, um we 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 don't have a written we don't have a lot of written languages as abantu but we have lived languages cultural language uh, so each and every aspect of our life it communicates you know when people in fashionistas say amakombo i communicate so even actina eh amakoda i communicate eh we know that ikazile biza elinye but ikazile mbuzi does not speak the same language as ikazile nkombo like ikazile nkuku does not ikazile kusha Kazle Pokwe. Ali Kulumi, the same language as Ikazi. Listen you slowan. What do you mean? And um, also can I ask you must try keep it in English because oh, ish. our audience, audience is a, all over the world and they're yes. always complaining in the okay. comment section. Yes. So Ikazi is blood, right? Mm. So we are saying blood speaks. And each different a blood of each animal speaks a different language. and uh, not just the blood but also the skin of that animal the sound that it makes when it when it when, when it uh, cries or when it speaks uh, it speaks a different language it speaks a different language amongst the animals it speaks a different language between the animal and man but it also speaks a different language it speaks different coded language signs and symbols and semiotics between that animal and the ancestors or the spiritual world right so asqalila let's speak in here amongst african people generally the dead are not dead right so the dead exist but they exist in a different realm we don't die what we do we transition right so in our transitioning to a different realm the different context we take on different roles the role that i'm playing here when i can still till the soil when i can still plant a seed and it grows uh, i'm talking about planting the seed in different ways now you can yeah. plant the seed in the soil you can plant the seed Uh, uh, on a in, uh, in a woman mm. and things happen right so the the function that i have as a living person uh, it, it's a preparatory function i'm preparing so that i can become an ancestor now there are certain things that we uh, uh, certain relationships that i should be having with other living entities that should be maintained in a harmonious way uh, which is by harmonious i mean non abusive non superior non inferior right what do i mean by that i mean that according to african cultural 
practices in different parts of our country. Remember, we are diverse. When you speak about the, the Shiluk people of, of, of northern, northern Sudan, and you speak about the Yoruba people of West, of West Africa, mm. right? And we speak about uh, the Nguni people of Southern Africa. There are certain cultural practices that are so similar amongst us. Yet mm. there are things that are diverse, that make us unique, that make us diverse. All those different and, uh, and similar cultural practices, they show, th th there are certain codes within them that show that we are all related. We're related how? There's a superficial level. On the superficial level, or, 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 on a general level, let me put it this way, we all reverence the dead. We revere our generations. Our ancestors are the closest thing to God for us. Other people call Ijozi an angel. We call, I say in one of my bios that I am Tongo-centric. Itongo is like Istunyu. Uh, it's too new now. Uh, now that we become a lot, we've become a lot. We've become Christianized and uh, Islamized and Abrahamic religious. We take things that are Isindu, and we try to find parallels in in these Abrahamic religions, right? Yes. But now the problem with that is the fact that we end up getting lost in translation. When I talk about a Tongo, I'm talking about an ancestor on the spiritual realm, not not someone who has lived. Ilozi is someone who has lived, like Izinyanya. Or Abapans. We say Abapans because they are buried. Is it holy? Other words, it's called is it holy? Those who are quiet, the still ones. They have lived before. They are part of your genealogy. They are part of your bloodline. They are quiet. They, they perform a different ritual. They perform a different function between yourself and the creator, the source of being. Who comes with different names, whether it's Atum, whether it's Nyame, whether it's Menzi. Menzi is in Are you Menzi? The, the, the one you see in the physical. When you speak about God, you speak about men's or umdal or There's many different names. But so the point I'm making is that these animals, our 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 forebears, our ancestors, they 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 had natural laws that governed how each animal, the function of every animal within each society. The function of Inkomo within society is not just to pull the plow. It pulls the plow, but it is also not just pride wealth, but it is also a gingatin. A, a, it is a, 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 a symbol for, for, for that family's pride wealth. and dignity. It's wealth. Mm -hmm. It's wealth, though, in a, in, 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 in a wide sense, in a, mm. in a form like if you talk about prosperity, okay. you're not yes. just talking about ubane malining. Yes. When you talk about yes. prosperity, you are talking about the health of the family, mm. and the relationship between the family and other families. Mm. When you talk about prosperity, you're talking about uh, intergenerational health and wealth. Mm. What is passed on within that family? What kind of wealth has been passed on mm. between your, your, your mother and father and yourself? Mm. Uh, when you speak about prosperity also, you're talking about what uh, are the articles of faith? What are amasigo? Mm. What are amasigo that are good, that keeps that family, that, that define that family? My friend Muso Koza speaks about each and every family has Ihubola, Ihubo Lomden. But what is Ihubo Lomden? Ihubo is a, a hymn for that family. But now it goes into a micro level. The family has a Ihubo. You, Nsik, Nam means I have to have my, my hymn, my song, my song that connects me to my ancestors and the song that connects me to the stars. Because one day when I pass away, I have two fates. I either become an ancestor underground, or I become 
Owasezulwini ke become part of Amazulu. I'm not talking about the tribe, so-called tribe, the yes. nation. I'm talking about the uh, African folk. There's African folklore, African mythology that speaks about there are certain ancestors who who ascend, who become ascended beings, who become part of the stars. We're not talking about gas, gaseous elements that are in mm -hmm. space and planets. We are talking about isinkanyiso zezulu. Onkanyiso, just like you have a person by the name of Onkanyiso. Onkanyiso. It is coming from the fact that in our coded language, in our DNA, in our history, we know that isinkanyiso zezulu and isinkanyiso zapansi. Ziafana. Siafana nokusezulwini. Siafana nokulapansi. So that's why I say that umhlaba wethu as African people, is part of our coded language, is part of our, what, what, what makes sure, what, what ensures our dignity. If it's taken away from us, we lose not just wealth, we, don't, we lose not just our prosperity, but we lose our dignity, we lose our relationship with, like for example, imagine if a mall is built over the grave of your four generations of your grandmothers mm -hmm. and your grandfathers. A mall is built on that. People are walking over mm -hmm. that, that space where your ancestors mm. live. But now this has happened almost all over Africa, everywhere where it's developed. There are constructions. Other mm. people are living there, sleeping there, having strange dreams, but they don't know why they're having strange dreams. Because we are living on graves. We are living, actually, we are building mm. businesses, we are building homes, we are building institutions on top of graves. Some are deliberate. Some churches are actually built on top of sacred sites like Africa. Abelumbi, mm. they've deliberately built certain churches and certain institutions, like city halls. Certain city halls, like the Durban City Hall, is built on the graves of certain Nguni people that resided there and they ruled there and they did rituals there. But we go there and we praise the Lord or we go there and we do other things, you see. So we have to be very careful with those kinds of things. Sure. The land and its connection with us as spiritual yes. beings, not just as physical beings. Because, you know... Another thing that always is in conflict is that how white people relate with land is not the same mm. as how we relate mm -mm. to land. It's property. Right? Yeah, we don't believe. That's why there's such a... That's mm. why we can't get the land back because we don't think like that. We don't own the land. Even as we buy it, you know, like for example, I've been looking for pieces of land, Kwazul. Uh, so when I go to buy... When I go to look for pieces of land, I, I keep asking how much. But the people of the of the local the local the locals they say, but you're asking the wrong language, you're asking the wrong thing. You're not buying. Even though there will be an, a, a monetary exchange. We are You ask for the land, and then the the, the, the nduna, the custodian or the steward who is looking after the that particular piece of land, mm. he's looking after it for the king. But the king is looking after it for Nomkubuluan. And Nomkubuluane is looking after it for Umvilimang. So you see this hierarchy. It's a divine hierarchy. Mm. The great father, the, 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 the source of life, mm. gives is Tunyuazaki, Onom Kubulane, Onom Hoi, all these divine spirits, uh, roles. Nom Kubulane, for example, looks after rain, looks after Izingati, mm. uh, what you call uh, uh, places for grazing, not for grazing, but for growing food. Mm. So Nom Kubulane governs that as the divine spirit of that. But Utunyewe, Utunyewe, Wani, Umtale, Umtale is in Dozong. And then, Pinit Nom Kubulane, means the kings that have eaten the, 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 the god. The god is like a, it's like a pumpkin, man. I don't know, it's like a wild pumpkin, Oselo. 
but it is part of the ritual that a king, when they are anointed, or before they are coronated, there's an anointing. When the king is appointed through sometimes succession through their, their father, their mother, or whatever, when the uh, ruler, the, the custodian of the land, is given that, that, that role, there's a certain ritual, it's a secret ritual, some of them we cannot divulge on medias. Yes. But there are certain rituals yes. where you eat something, and that's why it's called, for example, it's called What does it mean? There is a certain ritual where he eats something, and when he eats the thing, he becomes the, the, the guardian, the master mm. guardian of that land. And then he appoints Izinduna that are going to govern the little pieces of that land. So now when I'm coming to ask for land, I don't go to me. I don't go to X. I'm using Misuzulu as an example. Mm-hmm. I don't go to Ingosu Misuzulu Guazulu. I go to Induna Makatini or Induna Umakanya or Induna Mlefe in that place. And Induna Mlefe will look. Will first have an interview with me. What kind of person are you? Mm-hmm. What take? Why did you live where you are? Where you are coming mm-hmm. from? Toshiwe in. Did they chase you out? Mm-hmm. And if they chased you out, why were you chased out? Or if you're coming here, what what contribution are you gonna be? To the community, and then Soksigela, according to you have how many? You have five children. Are you gonna need more than uh, two hectares, Mumza? So, you, 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 if you give you more than two hectares, what is it? What exchange are you willing to give for us, right? And then Beso Bokunage, that kind of exchange, that battering exchange. Nowadays, because of the currency that we have, there will be some money exchange, mm. but but there must be a ritual. There must be umtrimbi, whereby I am introduced to the community. Yes. I'm not being introduced just to the land. I'm being introduced to the community. Mm. Before I build the house, I don't know how to say it in English. though It's almost like, not crying, but grid work. You, you are coming to introduce, mm. I'm coming to introduce my ancestors to that land by mm. putting certain pillars in the perimeters where mm. I'm going to be living in. So I introduce the spirits first, mm. and then I come to build the hedge. Mm. Once I build the hedge, then I invite the families around that area to come and welcome me. whatever animal that is I can afford at that time. And then we have Umtrimbi, and that, that ritual is to welcome me into the land. So that, do you see, I didn't just buy property. Yes. Yeah, buying you property know, is different. Africans are so interesting because there's processes. Yeah, that process is you important. Because it introduces you not just as a mm. physical being to the land, it introduces you as a spiritual mm. being. Umpefumulu, or umenziwa. You know, menziwa means basically the created one. I'm created by somebody. Mm. So that somebody, I have to introduce them here. So there's often talk that in is a cosmetology or mm. the star. Cosmology. Cosmology mm. is um, related to us Africans. Yes. And Galingat. Yeah. So can you break that down for us? Because we don't have any information. In short, we are just the first people. Being the first... Let me put it this way also. I, I, I don't want us as Africans to think that we are the only ones with certain things. We are just the first ones, mm-hmm. you know. Being the first people. Uh, okay, let's start from the... Well, the, the colonizers like to use, yeah, like to use this uh, against us, to say Abatwa, they were here first. Yes, Abatwa, they were here first, but Abatwa, they are us. Mm. They are part and parcel of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. And not just Amatosa also. They're not just related to Amatosa, people, uh, people called Amatosa, Namapond. Abatwa, we are all interrelated with Abatwa because we've all interbred as Africans as we travel. 
what's the whole, what's the differences between Abatu and Nabantu? Oh, they were yellowish in color. They had big buttocks and... and all this nonsense oh. that we learn in school when we are in primary school, uh, which is basically a superficial history. Oh, we are being taught. Yeah, we are being taught colorism. The Ngunis are darker and a bit taller. Or they, they, they practice like this, or they don't do circumcision, and these ones do circumcisions, or these ones are matriarchal, or these ones are patriarchal, or this. So, all those are superficial divisions created to make us be at odds with each other rather than find a, a, a commonalities and familyhood within each other. So, cosmology basically mm. is just knowledge of stars and knowledge of our relationship, <clears throat> of course, our relationship with the stars. Right. Now, when we talk about stars, though, we are not just talking about Ising Agnes. We are talking about planets, too. The first people to name the constellations were us, us African people. We named these constellations because we were needing direction. So it's very simple. It was not, it was not, it was not mm. uh, rocket science, even though uh, there was science in it. Mm. Um, in order to find direction, uh, to a certain place, as we were trading, as we were moving, as we were migration, migrating, we will know, we'll say, okay, this is a Sagas, Sagas Banbani. During a full moon in a particular year, in a particular season, they followed the northern star. So they went north. But then they don't only follow the northern star, they also followed uh, uh, Islimela, Islimela being Orion, right? Now, why did they follow Orion? Well, they followed Orion because in their folklore, they heard that their ancient Netero, Itongo Labo Lagdala, Nikamuka from Orion. Itongo from Orion, for example, is like uh, Osa, for example. Osa being an ancient Egyptian deity who actually came from inner Africa. He said to have come from beyond the stars. He came from a constellation called Orion uh, or Islimela. It just so happened that Islimela means the plow, right? Now, the plow is for Ulim. For, now, mm -hmm. it's just so happened also that in that same myth, Osa is related to plowing the land and harvesting and renewal of the land. So there is a connection between what was being discovered about the stars in, 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 the, Nilot, in the Nile Valley. By Nile Valley, by the way, I mean the, from the source of the Nile in Uganda to, Sudan, to Ethiopia, to Sudan, to Egypt. But now when you speak about the Nile, most people think, ah, oh, it's only Egypt. No, the Ugandan people have the source of the Nile. Some people in Libya have the source of the Yellow Nile. The White Nile begins in Ethiopia. The Blue Nile begins in Uganda, you see. So, but that Nile is just a river. So our ancestors, they, in, in, in our migrations, we follow the river. We follow the river banks. We travel by the rivers because source of life, water. Yes. But we also follow the stars, again, because source of timing, you see. Oh. Our consciousness is linked with the stars. So, and we named not just stars as individual planets or individual heavenly bodies, we named co whole constellations according to, remember I said, as above, so below? Uh, even in Malawi, or even in Tanzania, or even in, amongst the Himba, people in Namibia, they all have a name for the Milky Way. They all have a name for the galaxy. They all have a name for what they call Jupiter. They all have a name for Mercury. They all have a name for Indonesia. Mm. They all have a name for a... a, a, a is in Bambano. I think, in fact, uh, Orion is in Bambano. In Bambano, right? Which means the cross. The southern, I'm sorry, it's the name for the southern cross. It's called Is in Bambano, which is a cross, right? Uh, we had symbols. 
for these things. Uh, the 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 the, the people symbolize them in their wood in the in their wood frames. They used to make these coffins. Mm. They used to make these uh, uh, ritualistic uh, boards. Mm. But they will put stars in them, and the way the stars are shaped up there, they will put this on their on their carvings, on their sculptures, right? And those sculptures were used just as symbols to connect the physical person to their spirituality mm. and to their cosmology. Because our spirituality is, is tied not to supernatural beings that are written in books. Our spirituality is tied to nature and to the way nature functions. Because not we should be functioning like nature functions. You know, there's a drought right now. And the drought is because there's a certain behavior that we are exhibiting that is causing lack. You know, there are certain things that are happening in terms of war. That means our systems, our human systems, our yeah. interactions as social beings are in, are in disharmony. Mm. So the wars are going to manifest. Uh, 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 and the manifestation of war is a manifestation of disharmony within mm. something in our social relations, the way we are treating girls, maybe, mm. the way we are treating women, maybe, the way we are treating the rivers, mm. the way we are treating strangers, you know, whether we should be treating them Mm. better or we should be treating them worse. I'm talking about strangers who destroy, mm. you know? So those things, so it seems to say it basically is there to remind us, Oguti, how much in harmony and in equilibrium we should be between ourselves and nature. Because we are natural beings. It's so difficult. I mean, I'm going back to that land thing and how we relate to land and how white people relate to land. It's difficult because by nature, we're not going to fight that. Mm. But we have to fight for defense. We have to do defensive fighting. You see, indoor that is worthwhile to you. Because you remember, as African people, we are also warrior people. Mm. We are not just peace, lovey-dovey people. We love love, yes. But we love love so much that we must protect it with our lives. We must protect mm. it with weapons. So there is going to come a time, because in South Africa, Southern Africa especially, I don't like the word South Africa. In Southern Africa, we have tried legal ways to obtain our land. We have tried negotiating for our land. We have tried treaties. We have tried uh, 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 to be exempted by mm. colonial powers so that we can find ways to diplomatically ask mm. for land. Now, but was the land asked for? No, no one came and asked for it. Mm-mm. They came and took it. So now we have to take it back. Uh, one of the parties, I won't mention the name, uh, one of the political parties in Southern Africa uh, is always disputing this issue of uh, land a, a reparation or restitution. Mm, mm. They always say, no, you must restore the land. To restore it, to take mm. that which originally belonged to somebody and mm. return it back. So that land return, the language is very important mm. because it tells, it, 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 it uh, speaks against that notion of Uguti. Uh, no, these people who have developed the land, mm. the ones who stole it, they have developed it in such a way, now they have to either sell it back to us or it has to be, uh, what's the word? There's a word that they use, expropriate, yeah, and all these uh, words. Mm. These are just legal terms which complicate a very simple matter of the fact that it's organized. We must organize ourselves for the, the restoration of our land. If you're not, if you are disorganized, we can get back the land tomorrow or even today. I know, and right? then we fight over it, we'll kill each other yeah. over it because we have no idea what to do with it. Mm. We have no idea in terms of it's deep significance to us. Mm. Right now, I'm staying in Centurion. But we have to, if, if let's say Centurion is an experiment, 
Let's experiment with Centurion. It's okay. Let's do a land restoration program mm. at Centurion. Who's going to leave and who's going to stay? Who, mm. who, whose right is it to stay there? Let's go to Kwazul. The whole of Kwazul. Are we going to restore it to 500 years ago conditions? Or are we going to restore it to 300 years ago when King Shaga, or 200 years when King Shaga started creating those polit- creating mm. that uh, empire? If we take it back 500 years, how was it constituted? Was it property? BBL? Was it each one to himself? Or, you see? So we have to think very carefully about land restoration and actually plan it. It's, we have to start now. Otherwise, we're going to leave our children with a mess. Yep. With nothing. With a big mess. Like, landlessness is actually the most serious problem we have. We can talk about yes. other things. We can speak cosmology and all these beautiful things. But landlessness is our biggest problem. Mm. Um, so we're talking about family and the importance of family in Africa. Can we talk about Umsamo and the importance of the kraal? Umsamo is the kraal and um, the kraal is Umsamo. But Umsamo is also yourself and your family. Uh, it may sound contradictory, but each and every family had a kraal, family kraal, Isibaya. Isibaya being mm. the place where, again, the cattle stay. Uh, the cattle sleep there, but they don't stay there during the day. During the day and in the mornings, after we take out the cattle, there are certain rituals that are done, like burying certain articles of the family. They are buried Esbayen. And Esbayen is a place where we gather also to discuss heavy topics of the family. Not basic things like, okay, no. But when you have to discuss uh, things like, okay, maybe the head of the family has passed or a child has passed, uh, or something, something is, someone mm. is going to get married, or someone is, something is going to happen, like a, like a large ritual. Things that are life-affirming mm. and life-changing. Um, they are discussed as by in. But now also, according to Umuz, we see into, other families can gather around the kraal also. Other families. Not, I'm saying that the family are can meet in family in family in family Makatini around the kraal uh, because the kraal acts as a, uh, a, a these days they use the word temple mm. they say the kraal or ispire is the temple of African people now again it's that thing of mixing Abrahamic uh, Abrahamic um, epistemology, so to speak, oh, ontology, I don't know, knowledge systems. We are mixing two knowledge systems in order to come up with words that suit the modern context. Mm. We do not have a temple. The reason why we do not have a temple is because we do not worship one God. It's a controversial issue. Most African people like to believe there is just one, we, we, we have mm. a, a one God theory. It is so far from the truth. Mm. We have we do believe that there is a source of life, which is a singular source of life. But that singular source of life has multiple dimensions and multiple functions and multiple attributes. These multiple, multiple attributes have their names. Just like, you know, uh, our, some of our elders speak about, okay, who means the head yes. of, the, of, 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 the, of the God family, mm. of the God. By being the head does not mean that it's the first one, mm. it's, the, it's the source. And then you have Mveli Mark. And then you have Nomkubuluan. You have Uma. You have Nomho, you have Mlenze Moon, you have Sonzwap, you have... You see, all these different names. And when you have a name, like, for example, a word like Simagate, which signifies the great tree. Yes. Simagate. Isi ni isi shasha. 
you know. But the, 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 that great tree is just symbolic of the source, the one source. Nomkubulwane being the great mother uh, is also symbolic of the feminine part of a particular of the source of life, a singular source. So we do not have a temple whereby we go there and we call upon Unomkubulwane. Uh, uh, for example, for Nomkubulwane, you have to go to the mountain. The rituals for Nomkubulwane are done in Nsimini and in the mountain, right? And the ritual for Nomoi, who is the twin sister of Nomkubulwane, are done in the rivers, uh, in Popomeni, which is what is called uh, waterfalls. They are done in pure running rivers. They're not done in lakes. If you want to talk, to, if you want to speak about to, to the lakes, there is a particular deity, an eter or etongo, which deals with iziziba. We'll talk about nyandezul, you know, which is the great spirits in the heaven, the 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 the, 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 the heavenly snake or the mm. heavenly serpent, which is called nyandezul. It's not the same as nomkubulwan. It's not the same as Ma. It's not the same as Magad. They are all different attributes of the same. So now, when you talk about Umsamu, you are simply speaking about a space whereby the family goes to have inter-spiritual, they remember the spirit person and the spirit that are past, and the spirits of the source spirits. The conversation between spirits happens in Umsamu. That's when Impepo is burned. That's when, uh, that's where the candles, the lights, does not have necessarily have to be a candle. That's where the light is burned that keeps the relationship, the, the fire, the fear relationship. Because remember, we are talking about different elements. All these different elements are, are elements of life. You are made of fire. You know, you are hot right now. There's part of you which is hot. Whether yes. it's the head, whether it's the blood, whether it's, you know, whether it's the oxygen the, mm. the air that you're breathing in, there's an element of fire. There's an element of water in you. There's an element of different stones. There's an element of different ether. There's an element of, you know. So all these elements, Umsamu is the place where these elements congregate. That is where your ancestral line is communicated with. So I said earlier that Umsamu Omkulu is a spire, whereby the nation can gather, mm. the whole Mosi, Mosi being mm. houses, congregated together, they make umuz. Ikaya is one home where, where, where mm. people of one, one lineage are, are staying. That's Ikaya. Mm. But umuzi is a village, so to speak. Mm. Right. So the village can gather on at Umsamu, umsamu Wesizwe, which is Isbaya. Where that spire is Umsamu Wesizu. Is Umsamu Wesizu Samazulu. It is where Inkosi Musuzulu was crowned. That's where that's Umsamu Wesizu Samazulu. Which is why he could say that uh, when, when, when he did receive this coronation, he could say, Now Sin Seng Pumiles Nginilis Bayinga Puma. Now Seningaya Ugiovula Imisamu Yen. He said that it was recorded on TV. That he was saying that now you can go uh, on a ritual level. Your, msamu, your personal mm. msamus are now open. You can now congregate and communicate mm. with your ancestral spirit. Not that people were not doing it before, but there is an official, the, the, the king, as I said already, the, 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 the ruling monarch represents, I could say even God to his people. I mean, for example, his father was called Ongangezuelak. Mm. He is as large as his whole nation. Mm. He is as large as his nation, right? Tiwa, uh, 
when, we, when you hail him, which means you of the heavens. See, there are all these different codes that we use. And we say bayete, not bayete. People say bayete, it's the wrong word. You say bayete, which means basically the ones, oh, oh, eh, um, your subjects must bow. Even your enemies must bow. Yeta is to, oh, is to bow. My you know? goodness. So the, let so them bow. Bayete. It's not bayete, it's, a, it's a etymological mistake that has developed and become a word, a non word like booty. Because I thought it was related <laughs> to bayete, bayegute, or something. No, 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 no. Bayete. You know, bayete, ma bayete. You know, when, it, when something okay. bows. Yeah. So the king represents. The, the 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 connection between the, the 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 father of people, which is so-called father God, so to speak, and the mother, the queen's the the, the queen's mother and the queen's uh, the king's uh, partner, represents the mother of that nation. Now they are the I always say this: they are the microcosm, but maybe I should use a different word. They are uh, they are the symbolic father and mother of the nation. So they must uphold the, ro- the laws of the land perfectly. They must be righteous in the land so that the rest of the nation acts righteously. They, they do the ritual that represents all our rituals in our, in our, in our, in our different single homes. Mm. And I think that in many different African cultures, it's the same because there is a relationship between the divine and the king. There's something called the divine rights of kings. You know, people would ask, of course, why, why born? Why that family must, exactly. be, must be worshipped, you yes. know? Uh, why, why even worship? Why even praise? Yes. You know, because God alone should be praised. Yes. But the institution of kingship comes from God. The institution of kingship comes from the creator, the creative source. And the creative source has all these other elements that must be respected because you do not approach the creative source. You don't approach them. You don't, we don't, as, as Amazon, I speak about Amazon, I don't know about others, but we don't approach directly. We approach yes. through our ancestors. Yes. We say, Please speak on my behalf because yes. you are now in the spiritual realm. Yes. Speak on my behalf to the, to, 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 to the, to the, yes. to the creator. You know, the creator that can be reached because remember, there's another yes. element which is unreachable. To the ones that we know, to Mvilingangi, Umbilingangi is being the source of is abantu. So remember, there's other elements in life, not just bantu. There's not just bantu Shucks. in the world. There are other elements yes. in life that are living. There are other living sentient yes. beings which are created, which come from also a different source, you know. So those are the things that are a bit complex when it comes to Isindu. That's why it's important for us to not have this monotheistic view yeah. of what God is. Before Even though God let, itself is a problem. Before I let you go, please <laughs> can you break down, you wanted to talk about the word Ndu. Okay, all right. Where all right. we come from. Yeah. So, so okay. it's the altar, it's the family altar where we do our rituals and our prayers uh, or our supplications. Prayer also is, may not be the right word. We do our supplications, we speak to our divine beings and to our divine self also. And we proclaim things, Msamu, that we will not proclaim elsewhere. Msamu is the place where the divine dwells symbolically in a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Abantu, let me go back to the Nile Valley. In eight, four, five thousand, six thousand years ago, you find names of rulers like Muntu or Tep. Mm. 
Mento Hotep the first, Mento Hotep the second, third, mm. fourth, five, six, seven. Mm. Uh, you find, and then before the, 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 the rulers, you find deities or netero, natural powers, divine forces, called Montu. Now, Montu is a, a, a divine force which is uh, attributed to the moon. Uinyang. Okay. It's the power of the moon. The moon controls the waters. The moon controls the blood. If the moon controls cycles of the sister, of the woman, right? The moon. The moon is a symbol for these things, but the moon also on a spiritual, energetic level controls these things. So, it's seen to Nabantu. Oh, and in Rwanda also, in, uh, among the Kenya Rwanda and, and, and the people of Burundi and the people of Rwanda and those areas, you find words like Kintu, Sintu, uh, 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 Bantu, Antu, Hantu, right? Then Tu itself stands for the word soul or life force. Mm. One of the first life forces, mm. the living beings, a sentient human being, was called Ntu. To the extent that Abantu, Abaning, Bantu now is called a language group, the Bantu language group. But the Bantu language groups comes from, a, 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 the, the, the designation of the Bantu language group comes from the fact that those people had the word Ntu in common. Had the word Ntu in common. There's an ancient king in Rwanda who was called Kintu. It basically means uh, uh, the one from the soul source, mm. the one whose source is soulful. Um, uh, 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 I can trace my surname all the way to the word Ntu. Unjovu is our most ancient uh, ancestor. Mkulu, 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 Mkulu. Some people can even say Kulunkulu. But Umkulu to Umkulu is called into. Now that's how I can relate also Omasego to Abagama Pang or to Abagangamani or to Abagansele or Abaganchangase. Because all these people have two in common. But you'll find that all others, the Mguni people, also can say Nkosiabantu, Nkosenkulu, Bani 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 Ntu. So this word into itself comes from the ancient Nile Valley, where part of us also comes from. Remember, some of us come from West Africa, some of us come from the Nile Valley, which is the east, eastern part of Northern Africa. This Ntu, we have both the West African Bantu and the East African Bantu, they share the word Ntu in common. But others, they use the word Nu to designate Ntu. It means the soul of the sun, Nu, Anu. It means the soul of the sun. Anu, Anura. Anura means Abantu Bagara, the people of the sun. The sun burnt faces, the sun race, all these different things. So all these are basically codes and etymologies that help us to trace our origins to a divine source, which is Montu. You can just Google it, find out Montu. You'll find, when you Google Montu, you'll see an animal-headed god with the moon on his head, oh, wow. you know. But it is not that we worship the moon. It is not that we worship the animal-headed deity. That, that thing is a divine, it's a, nothing, it's a natural, they call it anthropomorphism, where human beings attribute certain powers of an animal mm. to a, 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 an ancestral being or to another power mm. as a code, as a learning tool. 
so that we can, like for example, when you talk about Inyang, a healer is Inyang, but Inyang also is the moon. There's a relationship between healers and Inyang, mm. but it's a topic for other days. And we're definitely going to have to call you back mm. because yeah. there's a lot of information you've got for us. Mm. Even now, I'm sure, hey, the brain... <laughs> hey, yeah. been on overdrive. Thank you for taking the time out to come and educate the upstanding citizens. Um, I love the term upstanding citizens. We are upright. Like Sankara. Right? Mm. Exactly. And I hope the audience is conscious of how we named you guys. Buti, we are the Africans who are now standing up. Mm. Thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure for myself and the team. We'll see you next week. I want to have uncomfortable conversations. I want the room to be divided. I want people to be screaming and mad at each other. Then I want them to understand each other. I want to see things from a different point of view. This is Unpopular Opinion. <laughs>